naked and I can't take it. I'm doing this podcast and Nix isn't doing it anymore because I feel naked and life's what you make it. It's a podcast day. But Nix has run away. Hello, hello, hello. I'm a little bit late. We're a little bit late. Bit late. Um, Nix is not with me. She's left. We had a fight this morning and she's gone. Um, actually, that's only partly true. We did have an argument this morning, but she's not gone. She's just in the other room doing an exam at the moment. Hello and welcome to the Hey Do Me podcast. My name is Sean Holton and this is my bass guitar, Antonika Hoberg. Um, thank you for joining us. Hello to Brandon, Samuel, Kira, Mary, uh, Chris. It's Sofa King. Big charges here. G'day, Greg. G'day, Samuel. I'm sorry if I'm repeating names. Hello, Kalana. G'day, Mummy Holton. That's my mum. And Adam Birchmore. Hello, 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 hello. So uh, it's a rainy day outside, which means that um, our stream is uh, poor, poor quality. It's struggling. Australian internet. The internet is social distancing itself from us at the moment as well. So yeah, so Nix is doing an exam at the moment. We did have an argument this morning, but we've actually already sorted that out a bit. Well, we actually didn't even really sort it out. We just knew it was one of those sorts of arguments that we were having with each other that like that actually didn't need to be sorted out. And then the reason we stopped arguing with each other was because we both decided that we were bored of arguing. What were we arguing about? Just boring stuff. Parenting. Arguing about parenting, arguing about how to parent. Um, Nix is usually like on the softer side. I tend to get all like triggery and I'm on the harder side. And then we'd like try and find this space in the middle, which is usually the space we find all the time anyway. We usually find ourselves there. But um, we just have to get past this like weird little bit of tension before we do it. And it also doesn't help that, like, <laughs> when we argue with each other, part of us knows that it's a bit dumb. And so whilst we're arguing with each other, we'll kind of start giving each other shit about the argument while we're having it, which is fine. Sometimes that does good things. Sometimes that means, yeah, audio is good, video is choppy. Come to expect that, yeah. So if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or YouTube and you're wondering, who are you talking to? Who is he talking to? Hey, I thought he said, I thought he said Neeks left him. Why is he talking to someone? We actually record this podcast live. Uh, we actually stream the recording of this podcast live every Monday and Tuesday. Monday and Tuesday. Every Monday and Friday at 10 a.m. Australian Central, Australian Standard Central Time. Something like that, which is like Thursday night and a Sunday night for some of you that are over the seas. Uh, I have to put a special thank you out today to QSC Audio for providing me with these cool in-ears and I have to even give them an even more special thank you for only sending me some so that I have nice headphones and I can have free hair and Neek still has to pat her head down with her headphones, which that's what you get. You wanted those fancy headphones, you wear those fancy headphones. That's right. Um, the other thing as well is if you're like... I can't stand watching this choppy stream. I don't want to just hear his voice. 
um maybe 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 the screen pauses in some like unfortunate positions for me that make me look weird maybe i look that way anyway but um maybe you can entertain yourself with the strange faces that i make um Nix is doing her exam at the moment. She will be trying to join us sometime shortly. But I got some stuff I wanted to talk to you guys about. Ooh, I have buzzy, buzzy sounds. It's my telephone. We do this all by ourselves. That's why sometimes it doesn't necessarily happen on time. And you'd be like, what else are you guys doing? Homeschooling. So speaking of homeschool, we've actually sent our kids to school for the day today. Um, it's the last day of school term, so we thought that we would give them the chance to go and hang out with their friends and stuff in school before they say goodbye. Um, and then that's it. We are officially out of the schooling system. And then we're doing a whole lot more things at home in the same house, trying to do them together. And then I realized something this morning. So after Nix and I had the argument that we had this morning. Also, since it's just me, I know some of you would be like, and I'm Sean Splaining here already. Some of you would be like, oh my God, Sean without Nix. Some of you guys would like that because you'd be like, well, if Sean's by himself, there's no one there to get in the way of the brilliant things that he's saying. And then some of you would be like, well, without Nix there, there's no one there to stop him. There's no one there to shut him up. So, please, while I'm here, go for it. Converse with me. Ask me questions about the things. We all know that I will just talk anyway. But if you're watching this and you're like, I would like to steer this conversation in some other direction, well, you have the opportunity to do that. You do. Unless you listen to this on Spotify. If you listen to this on Spotify in your car... And you can respond to me. You could probably even like contact me somewhere and send me a message, but I probably won't impact what you are hearing right now because, well, time is a thing and the time has passed. That's weird. I'm talking to someone right now in the future. I'm talking to an audio listener or a YouTube viewer from the past. But it's not the past right now because I'm talking to actual people right now as well. It's freaking me out. Jeez. Haven't even got a fancy coffee today. I've had to use our mug. So updates for Demunity people as well. I have finally uh, received the first image from someone. I haven't shared it yet because I haven't asked their permission yet. Um, but someone in Adelaide, South Australia, that ordered a Hey Dimu zip-up uh, Dimu Sphere uh, hoodie, which are available from HeyDimu.com. You can also get 15% off if you are a Patreon member. Thank you to our Patreon members that we have so far. You, look, heaps of other people, they do all fancy things with their Patreon and they're like, we'll give you this. If you give us this much a month, we'll give you one of these. And, and if you give us this much, we'll give you one of those. So we have made things way simpler. We don't want there to be any confusion and we don't want there to be any, any, uh, we don't want anybody to miss out. So whether you pay the, the bottom subscription for Hey Demu or you pay the top subscription to Hey Demu, you get the exact same thing. So, because we're all about equality and we want people to have the 
We want people to feel the same, whether they've got more money to donate to this podcast or less money to donate to this podcast. You're like, what do you need money for? Well, if you haven't noticed, our internet connection sucks. Subtle shade on the Dimmu mug. Yeah, subtle shade on the Dimmu. No, it's not that I don't like this Dimmu mug, Samuel. I do like it. I appreciate it. It's perfect today because I haven't... The reason this is fine is because I didn't go out and get a fancy coffee, barista-made coffee, that I have to transfer into here. So this was perfect, perfect mug for at home, the 11-ounce Hey Dimmu mug. But I do have 15-ounce Hey Dimmu mugs on the way. That's what I was talking about. So I've received an image of the first person from Adelaide, South Australia to receive their zip-up Dimmu Sphere hoodie. So... Um, we've been talking about it for a while. I've been updating you for a while because we use different manufacturers in different countries. There's a pandemic going on right now. There's all kinds of weird restrictions and borders closing. And um, uh, even uh, on top of that, the facilities uh, or um, companies or factories or whatever that are manufacturing this stuff, they're uh, having... Ex- uh, what's the word? Restricted staff numbers and stuff like that. So they're only allowed to have so many staff in their place at one time. But alas, it is nice to see that there is movement happening. So the 15-ounce mugs have been making their way into people's homes. I know that's no problem. Uh, I believe that's because they're an American uh, manufacturer. But our clothing is made in Germany. So Europe, I believe, I haven't been paying a great deal of attention to the news lately but i believe europe is struggling with the whole pandemic situation they're doing it a bit tough but they're still producing the goods it's taking them some time but they're getting somewhere so it's nice to see that they are arriving and i can now report to you that thank you to all those people that got in super early and ordered our merch when we first put it out the other month i'm sorry it's taken this long i haven't even got mine neither which is why we have this mug shade here. Um, but they are on the way. Uh, we've got excellent. I'll be getting one of those 15 ounce mugs. Yeah. Uh, it's so for King Charger says, we're going to buy something from you guys soon. We donated to your friend also. Ah, oh, awesome. Yes. So EJ, our friend too. So another thing that we have going on. Um, because I have just been speaking in the last 10 minutes about all of the money that I want you to send our way. (laughs) So just to alleviate that for a second, just want to talk about our good friend EJ. So if you go to heydimu.com, you'll see in our top banner there, or depending if you're looking on your mobile phone, you might have to click the little menu button that shows you the menu options. You'll figure it out. I'm sure you'll work it out. You're You're clever. You've done difficult things and you are capable of this too. Um, If you go to heydimu.com, click on the fundraiser for EJ. EJ has been a long, 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 long time supporter of my music and my videos and things and, 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 and day one supporter of this podcast as well. And so EJ at the moment is struggling to get the funds together for some pretty extensive dental surgery. Now, I'm a person who's way, way overdue for some dental surgery. Um, I am the kind of person, not in all ways, but I'm the kind of person that like, and unless I'm in excruciating pain, I'm like, ah, but I can still eat corn chips. Um, 
so I'll put it off. But at some point, I'm going to need some pretty full-on extensive, like, dental surgery, and I'm going to have to try and figure out, like, where the hell I'm going to get the money for that. Um, Australia has a great uh, medical system, healthcare system, uh, except for dental. You're fucked if you need dental, if you don't have private health. Um, and if you don't have private health, you can still get like pretty decent healthcare. Like I've used, I had to use an emergency service once to go and get some shit done. Cause I had swelling in my gums. I got all these like half broken down molars on like back and top sides of my mouth. Um, anyway, so I can totally, I totally understand dental pain. There are few things more excruciating and just like mind friggin' grinding. It's like grinding on the inside of your brain, dental pain. It's tough shit. So anyway, we, I'm not in need of that right now, but I will be one day and I might need help when that day comes, but that day is not today. Today, that day is EJ's day. EJ needs a soma splint. I think that's the right way to say it. Anyway, it's impacting on her mental health. It's impacting on her sleep. Um, and look, EJ spent a lot of time with us. And um, I'd like EJ to be able to sleep. So if you can help us raise some money. We donated $200. Uh, so she only needs four grand. That's not a crazy amount of money. Uh, if The way that she put it, she was like, if, if, if 40, what is it? If 40 people, 10 people? <laughs> if a hundred people put in forty dollars, that would be four grand. That's all she needs. So we put in two hundred. A few of you guys have donated already. We're gonna keep at this. Our whole thing is is like, yep, there's heaps of people that need money. There's heaps of causes. There's heaps of charities and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. We could heal, help so many people do so many things. But we are a small community, small but growing community. And look, person by person, one person at a time. We would love to help everyone and so we're starting with ej can we as a community help ej can we help one person if we can't help one person fuck are we doing so that's that uh sammy says bless you sofa king if anybody deserves a little capitalist love it's ej i've never met a stronger person that's really cool man cool of you (sighs) yeah so what was I wanting to talk to you guys about? Oh, yeah. So we had this little argument this morning. It's just a little parenting thing. We're still figuring it out. We got a teenage kid. Um, and not all kids are the same. Not all kids are, like, developed the same way. Some of them become more capable in other areas compared to other kids. And... Uh, my dad said a really interesting thing to me a while back because I come from a family of three. I'm one of three siblings, the youngest. And me and my siblings couldn't be more different from each other. Different in terms of like, there's the typical things, but different in terms of like the type, the types of worry that we gave our parents was different because we were interested in different things. We were trying to get different things done. Which meant that we did kind of get treated in a different way. And, you know, you hear parenting things like, well, you got to treat them all the same. If I do it for this one, i got to do it for that one, etc. But you're not talking about the same people. And so one day I was talking to my dad about that and he just said, 
treating people equally doesn't mean treating them the same. Um, treating people equally means treating different people with an equal amount of consideration. Consideration for who they are. Anyway, so Nick's and I butt heads about that a little bit because it's a constant negotiation. Our kids are growing up. They get older. They want to do they want to be able to take on more freedom and more responsibility. And um, sometimes between, and it's just fear-based stuff. Some of it's like old school programming. Sometimes it's like when your parent jumps out of your mouth and you start just, because you program. So you just start parenting the way that you were parenting or saying the things that, that, that you heard. Not even necessarily from your parents because you kind of get raised by society a little bit as well. So sometimes I accidentally catch myself casting the fears and anxieties that the whole world has uh, on my kid. So Nick's and I have to negotiate there a little bit. It always works out. I always end up giving in and then everything's fine. Um, but so she had this exam this morning and so we're having this argument and in my head I'm like, so fucking annoyed at her, but I really want to make sure that she's in a good frame of mind when she does her exam because I don't want this argument. I don't want I don't want her exam on my back. I don't want to be the reason she has a crap exam because she's annoyed at me. Um, and so then we hug each other. And then while we were hugging each other, we're just like crying. And then I was thinking, like, why are we crying? Why are we acting like this is so tough you know like we come on this podcast every week i make like videos and stuff on instagram all the time like from the outside it would look like we're just doing what we want when we want how we want to and on the inside that's true you know we do have heaps of freedom where we are really lucky we are a bit privileged in that we live in a place that gives us the opportunity to slack off like Think about how privileged you are if one of the biggest problems you have with yourself is how lazy you are. Like if you're really disappointed with your own laziness, like maybe maybe you've got access to some great stuff, you know, like pr- pretty much between Nick's and I, the thing that challenges us the most is that we're being lazy. Um, but we have pretty much complete freedom. We don't have much money, but we don't have any debt. And we kind of have like simple values now. So we kind of, we're kind of free of like financial burden as well, as long as we don't get any like really big ideas. And also as long as like something really catastrophic doesn't happen like all of a sudden. So we're not necessarily like prepared for the world. But you know, guys, remember it's raining by them. Yeah. Sorry, guys. The stream is terrible. It's bad weather day. I would switch to data off of my phone, but on a rainy day, that's even worse. If you can't handle the quality of this stream, we do upload these episodes in full. They're they're fine. They're I'm recording this on a hard drive right now. So after this is done, these go up on YouTube. They also go up on Spotify and all those other places too. So I'm hugging Neeks and... She's crying and I'm crying and I'm like, what, what's wrong? Why are you, why are you upset? And she's like, I'm just so stressed, you know? And like, we don't have to sit on a train every day. We don't have to, we don't even have to like, um, 
rally our kids up and get them ready for school every morning. Like we've removed all this stuff. We've removed all of these external things, all these little other bits to our schedule that for us, we've decided like isn't really necessary and that we have the time, space, opportunity um, and relationships with our kids that like, okay, we'll just, we're just going to do it this way. So this morning, Neeks and I are cuddling each other, crying because we're so stressed. <laughs> we're so stressed by living our life exactly the way we want to. We're so stressed by like all of the things we decided we didn't want to do. So we're not doing them anymore. It's so stressful. And then you start to feel a bit silly and you're like, start judging yourself because you're like, I don't have the right, I don't have the right to feel stressed because I've removed all of these other stresses. I don't have the right to feel that way. Um, and then I realized that it's actually a bit of a, this is where we are. Oh no, rain. I'll stick with you, bro. We'll be in and out. Hopefully it gets better. Thank you, Alan. If you guys like, I can try hopping over to data, but I don't know if that's going to be all that much more helpful. Would you like me to try? Should I try? Keep in mind that if I do try this, that I might lose the stream altogether, but we'll give it a go. It's still being recorded, so we could get lucky. What do you think? Should I try it? Let's do it. Cross your fingers. All right. For our audio and YouTube listeners and viewers, we are about to change internet connections. Let's see what happens. Oh, it's changing. There we go. I've I've tethered. I've tethered to the iPhone. We have lost the stream. There's a big zero on there. A great big red light. No comments coming through. Everyone's like, oh no. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Is it going to work? Is it going to work? It's not working yet. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I would really like to finish the story I was telling you guys, but I just want to make sure that anyone can actually hear it because um, telling stories to myself is cool. I guess this is a journaling episode, this one. Welcome. Welcome to Dear Dimu. That's probably a good one, like a Dear Diary thing. Welcome to this episode of Dear Dimu. Samuel says, oh, so we've got comments coming through still. Samuel, Samuel says, I got reality checked so hard last night. My godmother has been going to some poorer parts of Africa to buy them fans and just describe their situation to me. Meanwhile, I'm living in my house, playing my brand new effing guitar. I'm playing my brand new guitar and being sad that I have to work tomorrow at the job that I get to have. Pain is a relative, but dang, sometimes we just lose sight of what's real. So true. Thank you for reminding me of where I was, Samuel. That is actually right on key for what I was talking about. There we go. Is that better? It shouldn't be better because it's a rainy day and data doesn't work very well. For our audio listeners that were on the edge of their seat, will there be a stream or will there not be a stream? We have a stream and we appear to have a healthier stream. Um, 
Also, speaking of our patron supporters, thank you very much to our patron supporters. We now have enough monthly funds in the Patreon that I can finally set up some sort of dedicated internet connection just for this. I cannot stress to you guys enough how amazing it is to Neeks and I that every Friday and Monday morning, even though it may be dick o'clock wherever you are in the world, that when we go live, people come, hang out and chat. Um, And it hurts me. You don't understand. It hurts me to give you guys a crappy stream, especially because majority of our viewers, maybe we'll have a bit of a competition. We're going to play off. We're going to play off the YouTube viewers against the Spotify viewers against the streamers. And the Facebook streamers, I have to say, they win. Far more of you guys watch and listen to the podcast here on the stream. Partly that is because Facebook is very nice to you if you're using live video and they make sure lots of people see your stuff. So if you're starting out, if you're thinking about doing a podcast or something like this, Facebook would be a great place to start doing that Um, because it's been working all right so far. So, um, just got heaps better. Yes, we are streaming from mobile data now. So Sam was talking about a reality check about how when sometimes you compare your situation to other people's situations, you're like, what am I complaining about? Here's why you shouldn't feel guilty when you realize that the thing that you're complaining about in comparison to what other people maybe even just down the street for you or in other countries go through, the reason why you don't have to feel bad about that is this. And this is the thing that came to my head while Nix and I were like hugging each other and we're crying and we're, it was basically like a, like, let's not, let's not try and resolve this argument Um, because it's a bit of a dumb one and we've kind of like got each other in a bit of a like stalemate. We would got to the point that you get to in an argument sometimes with people where you realize like no one's saying anything, any good. You're just arguing now. You're not actually like even really arguing or discussing anything. You're just kind of arguing about arguing. So then she's crying and I'm like, what, what, what's wrong? Why are you so upset? And she's like, so stressed. And I'm like, why are we so stressed? We literally, like sometimes I'll be going to bed and I'm like, I don't want to go to bed now because I want to wake up tomorrow, you know? Because like, like the work vibes, like I don't want to, I don't want to start a new work day tomorrow. And then I go, but hang on, all I have to do, even the work that I have to do, it's all just things that I want to do. So why do I feel this way? Some people, some people, some people are not looking forward to tomorrow because they've got to do things that they like really are not looking forward to, like things that maybe they feel like they haven't really chosen to do that they have to do. And I don't really find myself in that position. So why do I feel? Why do I feel like stressed and run down? What's going on with that? And it's because. This is still us. That's the concept. This is still us. Think about that for a second while I sip this. This is still us. I agree with you. Brent said, it's the interactivity that makes it worth watching in here. I think that's true. Uh, Alan says, dedicated internet. Yes, you deserve it. And the world deserves to hear you guys smoothly in HD. Yeah. 
So I also flicked a few other settings in OBS that were supposed to make the stream a little bit better, but landline internet. You gotta wonder, it's, it's a bit of a conspiracy. Like, are they intentionally making landline internet like worse because they wanna push 5G? Because they want they want everybody they want everybody to get 5G pneumonia. I don't want 5G pneumonia. So this is still us. This is still us. This is the reason why we don't have to feel guilty because we notice that we're feeling bad about ourselves, even though other people, from our perspective, may have more of a right to feel bad than we do. And here's why, because this is still us. I want to draw you guys a little picture. Do I have a pen? Here we go. I got a pen here. Don't worry, I will describe what I'm drawing to people that are unable to see. So I've got a little cue card here. I've got a little pen. I'm going to draw a little picture. This little bit there. And then this little bit here. And then here's a little dude. There we go. A little dude. And we just do a little bit of coloring in. Please don't mind my coloring in. All explanations that have pictures especially when they're drawn on the spot, should be as bad as possible. So that you get to do what everybody that's teaching a test, uh, teaching a, a lesson on a whiteboard gets to say, and you go, <laughs> I'm, not much of a, I'm not much of an artist, but you get the, I'm not much of an artist, but you get the idea. This is still us. You with me? What do you think you see there? Can you make that out? So... For those of you that have no idea about art, let me explain this to you, all right? Because you're looking at a quality piece right here and uh, allow me to take you through it. So this bit here, that's a hut. It could be made out of mud, could be made out of tarps, could be made out of bits of tree. Maybe it's made out of snow. Could even be an igloo, right? But it's a hut or it's even just a cave. Maybe, maybe we didn't even make it. Maybe we, sorry, I'm not, not I mean to flip you off there. Maybe we didn't even make it. Maybe it's just a cave. And then on the inside is us. That's me. And that's you. This is still us. This is what humans looked like back when we behaved more like animals. We would burrow into things or we would borrow somebody else's burrow burrow in a burrow and then we would get in there and we go well this is good i have shelter i can keep the rain out i might even be able to keep other people out maybe maybe i've got a moat maybe maybe i've trained an animal maybe i've got a guard dog a guard wolf Yes, love a good Sean's plane. But at the end of the day, it's just a dude standing in a burrow or a cave or a hut. And this is still us now. The reason that this is still us, because if you go back to this little little human animal, early stages of human probably didn't even have a loincloth on or nothing. Nothing to cover the bits. 
But that little person is standing in that little heart going, well, I'm pretty sure I've got everything I need. I'm safe for now. But I'm a bit worried because I hope no person or no storm or no alien or no other animals or some natural disaster or an invader. I hope nobody comes and takes all of this away. I hope that this is enough to make me feel secure. And so then you fast forward like thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years later. And you can you can update this one and then in this part of the heart, you're like, this is where I do my sleeping and then this is where I do some of my cooking and this is where this is where I record my podcast, etc. And then this is this is at the front here where I park my car. I've got, I've, I'm doing so well that I have a hut that I can sleep in. And then I am doing so good that I have another little hut with some wheels on it. And I could drive that hut around. And then when I'm driving around in that hut, I can look at the people in their other, their, their, their drivable huts. And I think, well, this is my little drivable hut. I hope nobody on the outside of this drivable hut comes in and tries to take this hut away from me. What's that feeling? What's that feeling I have? Why do I feel like that in my own little hut? I can see other people driving around their little like mobile huts. Why do I, why do I feel worried? Why do I feel stressed? Why do I feel like I might not have enough? Um, you could even be Richard Branson. You could be sitting in the top of a incredibly amazing, luscious, fucking, what's the word? Um, what's the word when you, oh, penthouse. You could be in the big penthouse. You could be sitting in the top of the pyramid. You could be the king of some dynasty or whatever. It doesn't matter who you are. This is still us. We're still an animal sitting in a burrow of some kind, thinking, I hope this will be enough to allow me to survive, and I hope that this will be enough to stop anybody or any of the things, doesn't have to be anybody, or any of the things from out there coming here and taking my things away. And you'll never, ever get rid of that. You'll never get rid of that. You'll never, ever, uh, it doesn't matter how successful you are, how much access you have, how much space, whether it be through security or technology or whatever, between you and everybody else, it does not matter. You will never, ever, ever, ever feel like you're completely content and that everything's tied up and that everything's like... Like, watch The Purge. The Purge is a great example of that. The first one, at least, anyway. The first Purge is kind of... I mean, you could make metaphors... You can kind of make whatever metaphor you want out of a movie, as long as it fits. And so there's probably lots of different things you could say about The Purge and society and stuff like that. But one of the small things that comes from The Purge, particularly the first one, is that fact 
this, I don't want to give away the purge for anybody that hasn't seen it, but there's a family. Uh, I think Ethan Hawke was in the first one. Anyway, they're wealthy. He's a security contractor. He's got good money. And one day every year they've decided for population control and all kinds of other reasons that in the United States of America, one day a year there is 24 hours, I think it's 24 hours, where there's no criminal you cannot be convicted for any criminal action within 24 hours so you can loot you can murder you can do anything um and so it's i can't remember what year it's set i guess it's somewhere in the distant nearish future but you get these wealthy people that have high-tech security systems lockdowns safe rooms all that sort of stuff to keep them from the outside sometime anyway i don't want to muddy it up too much but that movie is essentially them being an animal in a little hut and they've made themselves a really good hut they built this one out of bricks none of that straw bullshit none of them twigs shit they built themselves a really good brick one that can withstand the breath of the wolf but cannot withstand 20 wolves Probably not. Well, I don't know. They probably have to change their tactic. I don't think breathing will just do it. Or they could just take shifts. Wolves are clever like that. They could just stake out the outside of the house, wait for you to leave, which is, yeah. This is starting to sound like a plan. I'm not planning anything, I promise. But anyway, this is still us. This is still me. So it doesn't matter... It doesn't matter how well you establish your boundaries or what you do and don't want to do or or the, I don't know. Have I explained that well enough? Does that come home or do you guys need more examples? But basically, that's why, that's why even in a life like mine where like, because we make it look pretty good and of course we do because obviously when I share stuff on social media, I'm probably in a in a in a positive mood, so you're probably going to see more positive stuff. And we post quite often sometimes, so yeah, we we're sometimes we we get lucky and we we get to chain smoke our luckiness, and we have lucky days or lucky weeks or whatever, and everything's going right. Like uh, on top of that, so like just this week, for example, in the last week. And I've never in the like 10 or so years that I've been trying to make a career for myself on the internet, I've never really had this happen before. But in the last week, we've got companies sending me equipment and stuff to review, uh, being invited on like other people's shows. Someone came around this week to drop bass guitars off just just because. We've got... You guys as well. There's something else that happened really big this week that I can't remember what it was either. But yeah, just lots of other like cool little things that just let you know that like the things that you're working on, like little upgrades, you know, like little, little, like at the end of the day, like I don't, I don't, I don't make music or make podcasts and stuff because I want to try and get free stuff. But there's all these little symptoms and stuff that happen along your journey on things that let you know that like, that things are happening, that you are turning over the right 
stones and, you know, you're knocking on the door and you're getting a response and the response is keep going, you know? And so you would think that that would be really motivating. That should be really motivating, but it actually just, you just amp the pressure up in your, in your head because before we were people that wanted to do a podcast or I was a person that wanted to be a musician or wanted to have regular gigs or wanted to have songs on the internet or wanted to have fans, you know, like these are all the things that you like fantasize about. And then it happens. And part of this might be conditioning as well. This is one of the reasons why. um, And again, mainly it's only because we're in the opportunity to do it. I don't, I'm not saying that everybody should like bail on everything and do what we're doing. We just, it was just wasn't a massively hard decision for us because we were kind of already in an environment and lifestyle that made homeschooling easy. So one of the reasons that we're happy to get rid of homeschooling is because we wanted to um, remove, I mean, it's going to be there in the world anyway, but we wanted to remove this idea that like you're being assessed all the time. Everything's being assessed for quality or whatever. Um, And so as our podcast and stuff and music and whatever become more successful and starting to turn the heads of, other companies and other entertainers and people that like other, basically other opportunities, people saying like, Hey, I, I, I see you. I, I see what you're doing. I see how it's growing. I like it. Here's an opportunity. And yeah, that's heaps exciting. Um, but it just adds to this a little bit, you know, like it still isn't enough to change the fact that at the core of things, I'm an animal in a hut hoping that I get to keep the hut. Um, and it's just interesting that it doesn't matter where or how you find success, whether you find success in the ways that your society or your, your conditioning tells you to find success or whether you find success on your own terms, there's only a small window before success turns into uh, a pressure to maintain a particular environment, you know? So like success is a thing that gets thrown into our hut here, you know, because we live in our physical, like tangible hut or burrow or whatever, apartment, studio. But we also have a perceptual one as well because you have a e- perceptual extension. So we are materialistic about actual things, guitars and cool microphones and, yeah, sick headphones, dude. Thank you, QSC. Um, But we also get possessive about, like, identifiable things too, you know. Uh, Some of us, or most of us at some point, will will struggle with some kind of, um, what's the word? Uh... Shit, I can't remember. Oh, imposter syndrome. Some kind of imposter syndrome. And funnily enough, in the physical one, the physical hut, actually, they kind of both water down to the same thing. One of the reasons I Sean's Blaine is because I'm figuring these things out as I'm saying them to you sometimes as well. So sometimes I'll change my mind as I'm doing it mid-sentence. It's fresh, man. Fresh. Um perceptually so when you're standing in your heart your burrow 
and you should feel content because you've got safety and shelter and all these things. And maybe you even worked really hard to, to build it. So you even get the sense of accomplishment that I made this, I built this, that's enough, you know, but perceptually all of the things, whether it be because we've turned the news on, we've heard something, we've read a book or whatever, or we're going through a pandemic and, 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 and toilet papers running out and people aren't working, whatever. Anyway, it still doesn't change the fact that even when we're talking about the physical burrow that we're in, that we're hoping isn't going to be taken away from us, it's only being taken away from you in your mind. Your mind, and you wouldn't want to turn this off. There is a utility in anxiety as well. But your mind is threatening you with the idea that maybe your inaction or your, because there's imposter syndrome as well, like so-and-so would have built a way better hut or burrow than I built. I bet you like, because it's me and because I built it, you know, it's it's going to have some flaws or whatever. It's going to be, it's going to be taken away. Um, so it's still mental. I mean, that doesn't mean that some, some, sometimes shit happens. Sometimes houses really do get burnt down or they blow away in tornadoes and shit. And it's because those things really do happen that we have those fears and thoughts in our head. Like it has to exist from somewhere. Um, but again, it's perceptual, which then crosses over again into the perceptual things. So I was talking about success and things like that and how in your burrow you shove success or your, the, your achievements or whatever in there. Um, an example of that I can think of maybe, uh, like say you draw a picture when you're 10 years old and you think it's really good and then you look at it when you're 20 and it's not that good and then that messes with your head because you're like, well, I, I saw it a certain way 10 years ago. Why didn't I, how didn't I notice that? And so as you go through life, you start picking up all of these examples in your head where like, well, maybe I'm not the greatest judge, you know? And so then you're like, ego will use that to kind of like attack you your ego kind of uses like anxiety as a way to motivate you into like doing stuff. You know, it kind of tries to use like fear as a way to discipline you a little bit. So in terms of success and things like that, you get success, you you start noticing that like, you know, say for our example, again, you start like getting noticed by companies and uh, and then because you didn't, even though you were not necessarily aiming for that, you know, so it was an intention of mine to start affiliating myself with companies and brands and um, uh, that are, rel are related to equipment or whatever that I already use. Like I wanted to, I wanted to link up with companies that I've been using for years and hopefully develop a platform to the point where they'd be interested in working with me. Not because that's my end goal, but because I just sort of see that as like a stepping stone in the progression to my greater goals, which um, for anyone that's forgotten, my greater goal is, is I, I want to, I, I want to, I want to sing with um, the most people on the planet at one singular time. I don't care whether that happens in virtual reality or whether it happens in a live stream. I would ultimately love it to happen on an actual stage, but we'll see how that goes. 
whether actual stages and large quantities of people gathering together is something that ever happens again. But um, I'm happy. I'm happy to adjust. That's fine. Um, but like I said, as these successes come in, as I start filling my hut and my burrow with more personal, I don't know, gratification or whatever, that's just extra things that you're worried is going to be taken away from you. Uh, and sometimes if you really look at it, if you look really closely at it, you're not actually even scared that someone else is going to come and take these things away from you. Sometimes it's that you're worried that you're going to, through your inaction or through your imposter syndrome, I was never meant to do this good at it anyway. I've been lucky this whole time. It's just a matter of time before everybody figures out. You're actually more so worried that you're going to take this thing away from you. And again, I think that's part of some of the conditioning that we grew up in as well, in that we have actual real world experiences that sort of give us the idea that, look, you may not actually have as big a picture of this thing or understanding of this thing that you're going through right now as you think you will, because time always in retrospect reveals more to us when we look back at it later. So then you start to get really confused and you're like, I don't really know anything about anything. Um, and this is where gratitude comes in. This is where gratitude becomes really, really helpful. So when I, when I did, um, experimented with DMT the first time, one of the really like abstract things that I experienced was I felt like I experienced reality from this place where I, 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 I got into like a fifth dimension. I can't remember specifically, but I think we live in a four dimensional space. So the space we exist in is a fourth dimension. We can view three dimensional things and two and one dimensional things from this space. But from reality where we see it from, we can't view our reality for what it is. We can't. So we are participating within the fourth dimension, but we can't see the fourth dimension from the outside. A way that was ex just explained to me is that you have like one dimension, which would be like just a flat line. And then you might have a, a little square. And then that's like a second dimension. And then if you want to do this, you ever done that thing where you, turn two squares into a cube, right? And so then we've created a, a three-dimensional space, right? And so we kind of live in this space here. So the third, there's a three-dimensional object living in a fourth-dimensional space, but the fourth dimension is the observer space. So you're observing the, thir the, th the three-dimensional object from within a fourth-dimensional space. I had an experience where I was actually out here. I was actually in the ring outside. And so I was able to see the cubes that make up other cubes. So if, if our, our, hmm, I can look at a cube from a fourth dimension 
to be able to look at it's like a cube made out of other cubes if that makes sense so you get one cube and then from the other outer dimension that consists of a reality that is built on cubes that are made from other cubes so like um, if you shoved a hundred cubes together to make one big cube I was able to kind of see that and from there what I saw was non-duality and it was kind of like a spinning coin right um, here's a awesome picture of a spinning coin look at that see that see that coin spinning and this spinning coin was our dual existence and have you ever done that trick where there's like a science trick where you draw one picture on one side of a spinning object and then you draw another picture there was a there's like a duck i think it's a duck experiment you draw a picture of a duck and then on the other side you draw a picture of a square or something and then when you spin it real quickly you can see the duck in the square they're existing together but they literally exist on polar opposites of each other the duck and the square will never meet each other but they can be together when you spin them around and so duality if you don't know what duality is duality is just like everything has opposite you got up down left right happy sad um gravity anti-gravity uh religion anti-religion uh and you can just literally keep going from there for hours and hours and hours you will very you'll be very hard pressed to find anything in our conceivable existence that isn't dual that isn't hot or cold that isn't off or on binary right but i experienced reality whether i actually did or whether it was just the manifestation in my head of this metaphor either way don't really care that's not the that's not the bit that excites me the most i don't really care whether whether when you whether whether it be through meditation or dreaming or taking drugs I don't really care whether the experiences people are ha having are actually magical or mystical or not. That doesn't really change much for me because I just care about the story. And if you care about the story, then you can get the best bits out. Neeks left me, Adam. Um, I explained it at the start of the episode, but Neeks has... she's. We had a fight this morning. She left me. Now I get to do this podcast without ever being interrupted again. It's going to be fantastic. Um, so I got to experience existence from a non-dual place. Perceptually or actually, doesn't matter. The reason that that was uh, meaningful to me was because it showed me, and remember, oh, I'm doing a great Sean Splaining because I actually remembered where this point is going and I'm coming back to it. So with gratitude, right? You're like, how do I find something? Some people are going to be really annoyed by this. And I hear you. I understand you. This would have annoyed me too. It used to. Appreciation comes from understanding that sometimes, even if you're feeling absolute despair, 
you can actually appreciate that. And here's a little bit why. So we've been talking about being our little human animals. The theme of today, Adam, if you just joined us is, this is still us. So long story short, Nick and I had an argument this morning. We've actually already sorted it out. One of the arguments that we were having is we were feeling really stressed about living life exactly the way we want to. It's very stressful. Why is it stressful? Because this is still us. We never ever stop being human beings living in some kind of hut, hoping that the things on the outside aren't going to come in and, and swarm in and take away all of the things we've worked really hard for. We never stop living there. And I said, it doesn't matter whether you're Taylor Swift or whether you're in a prison cell or whether you're a meerkat in a burrow, you're hoping that that space you're in is going to be enough for you to be able to carry on existing the way you would like to inside of it. Things might be different on the outside world. There's different etiquette or whatever, but at least when we're at home, I can be who I am at home, but we still have this fear that somebody's going to come and take our things away from us or take our, um, take our pride away or take our comfort away or take our, con con uh, our contempt, contentness away. But we actually take it away ourselves. Here's where appreciation comes in real handy and why the experiencing things, or ex at least in my case, maybe experiencing the metaphor of a non-dual existence is really helpful and makes it easier to be grateful for things because I know that if I am fearful of what I will lose, then it means that I have things I value. And the things that I value only stress me out if I believe that I'm not deserving enough for whatever reason of being able to keep those things. And so I can now be grateful because I can be grateful of the fact that I have things that I wish not to lose, which means that there are things around me that I appreciate. And if I can, if I can, if I can be mindful of that, maybe that'll be just enough to stop me from because sometimes, particularly when we're, if we're talking about relationships, sometimes we will act the worse towards people or situations we really don't want to let go of. So then we try and kind of force them, whether it be through like trying to convince them of a certain thing or trying to make them afraid of a particular thing or trying to make them like dependent on us in a, in a certain way. We're trying to keep them around. Um, and like in that example, <laughs> okay. So like sometimes like a lot of couples like argue about like affection and things like that, that comes up a lot. We've got some, uh, we've got some, some friends on Instagram. Um, and we've been talking to them a little bit, a comedian, her name's Emily at Emily knows everything. Uh, and I've been, jumping on her karaoke show. She does a weekly karaoke show, which apparently I'm not allowed on anymore because 
when you do karaoke, you're not allowed to be good. And I annoyed a lot of people by coming on there and being all right at it. Um, she and her partner, we're talking about love languages and we've talked about love languages here on the podcast before as well. And about how, uh, people are oriented, uh, people's affections are oriented in different ways. So some people are, uh, are being affectionate when they call you for no reason. Other people might be affectionate because they are really touchy and they want to hug you and cuddle you and stuff all the time. Or other people might be really affectionate in that, um, they say like positive or encouraging things to you. They praise you. Some other people feel like they're being loved when someone surprises them with a gift or whatever, but all these different little nuances. And I think there's kind of like five or six, five, five, six or so different like main love languages. And a lot of couples uh, have opposing love languages. Um, I can't remember why I, Got to that. Uh, Adam Birchmore says, what do you use for your camera? We just use our webcam off of my iMac at the moment. Uh, you guys want a card reading? I can do a card reading for you all. Um, yeah. Did I make the point? I think I made the point. Did we get there? This is still us. This is still us. And that is what... Oh, okay. So the main point is, the main thing that I want you to take away from this is... So this is kind of a scary, a scary concept... Uh, and it can make you feel uncomfortable to accept it into your life. This idea that when you really think about it, and we're really experiencing this right now, especially with a lot of the things that are going on, we are experiencing that a lot of the things that we take comfort in that we assume to just always be there might not. And so it really challenges us back into this idea that like we, this is still us. We are still animals gathering in a cave, hoping that the cave is going to be enough. And sometimes the cave isn't enough. Sometimes it isn't. And that can be a terrifying thought to a lot of people. The thought and the realization that even people far more privileged with far more access to things in the world than I have, at the end of the day, they're still just an animal in a hut hoping that other things don't come in and mess shit up for them. And so you'd be like, well, if the the highest echelon of person or aristocrat or whatever is just is it is in technically just as much potential danger as I am. Like if you think about it, like if you're a multi-billionaire and the whole world, like, like, it, and things go get way worse from here. Uh, corona goes super nuts. There's like a massive civil war that breaks out in the United States or whatever. It doesn't matter how super wealthy you are. Super wealthy can't look after you if the world that your wealth is propagated on top of falls apart from underneath not going to work out very well for that person and so all that security and safety that that person has really means only as much as it's worth and if it one day becomes worth nothing then it's worth nothing um i hope they have a lot of cans in their panic room anyway so that i don't want to bum you out i don't want you to be scared of that and this actually makes me feel better and i'll tell you why it makes me feel better it makes me feel better because it means that that's actually freeing. That frees me. That means that 
That means that I could go and live my life exactly the way everybody tells you is going to be the best, most secure, most long-term, most responsible, whatever possible way that you could live your life. And I could do that. I could go and do those things. And at the end of that day, I would still just be an animal in a cave hoping that nobody comes in and messes up that stuff. And so then I'm like, if I can do all the things that society tells me I should do and then uh, gain all of the rewards and riches for that and then still feel exactly like this, still wake up the next day and be like, hang on, this is still me. I'm still in a hut trying to protect the hut. If that's going to happen anyway, then I guess that actually frees me up a lot. That gives me way more opportunity. That gives me way more space. So why wouldn't I use it? So when I'm feeling stressed because I'm, I'm, I'm stressed out by all of these new opportunities that I'm creating for myself, then I guess I'm pretty fucking lucky. Alan says, you made a lot of points, mate. I reckon there's a clip in there. Uh, card reading. All right, let's do a card reading. You guys want to do a card reading? We can do a card reading. I can read some cards for you if you would like me to. I can even do this. You ready? Beep, 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 beep. Oh, yeah. It is porno music slash card reading time. Oh, yeah, by the way, I've been talking too much to hit all the buttons on here properly. I'm at Sean Holstagram on the Instagram. To my right here, this bass guitar, this Antonika.hoberg. And we're going to do a little bit of... It's not magic, but it might be helpful. So I'm going to be reading from my card deck today. I've got my own little deck. Should I do one for myself first? I don't know. Neeks might be joining us still soon anyway. Last time I spoke to her, she was like very close to finishing her exam. And then she might be able to join us just before we get out of here. All right, Kira's getting in there with the hearts. Nice to see. Did my big spiel help? Did it make you feel better about your life or worse about your life? And if initially it made you feel worse about your life, did the caveat that I added to the end of it make you go, oh yeah, I guess it's pretty good in this hut. I've got a hut. So, actually that's a good point. If, if all you are, even in today's world, even if all you've got is yourself in a hut, then you are a great achiever of great things because you in your hut have earned the exact same consideration and fear that everybody else has. Cure first, <coughs> and then Brandon. <coughs> Excuse me. All right, we are pulling from the Oracle Shapeshifters deck. This was actually the deck that we bought that started our uh, obsession with using Oracle and Tarot cards and stuff like that. If you want to know that story, I can't actually remember what episode podcast that was in, but it was in one of them. 
Let's see how we do. I'm going to do three card read. Because that's how I like to do it. We're doing past, present, and future. For Kira, here we go. Oh yeah, if you are new and you would like a card reading, all you got to do is leave a heart in the comments so that I can see it easily. Alright, card number one. This is where we're coming from, Kira. The unending sadness of looking back. Endless regret, obsessive grief, replaying the past, negative nostalgia. So I, I think I get this one if I'm doing that thing. You know when you're in the shower and you're practicing an argument that you had 10 years ago and you're doing it heaps better than you did that other time? I think that comes into that there somewhere. Let's see if we can... I'm going to do this a little bit differently though. So I'm going to read you what your cards are and then we're going to try and see if we can figure out what this story is, right? So where you've come from, where you were, was the unending sadness of looking back. Where you are at the moment, now, in the present, the delicate fairy and her ferret. Change is natural, good. And yes, it can hurt. And this is where you're going. Okay. This is why I like doing the three card pull. So, you've come from the unending sadness of looking back. You're currently the delicate fairy and her and her ferret. Change is good, and yes, it can hurt. And where you're heading is butterflies in gloom. After sadness, happiness, and hope, return. So, maybe an a example of that would be something along the lines of you may be finding yourself peering back at the moment. You may be going over old arguments or old pains, old relationships, uh, old doubts. And, well, the connotation of this card is that maybe that's not a very good idea, but from here, in the middle, it's saying change is good, it's natural, and it can hurt. And it can hurt sometimes because we we're talking before as well about like hindsight and time does interesting things to memories when you look back on things and you realize that you see them in a slightly different way from a different perspective a little older maybe maybe you've gained more experiences that give you a better insight to what was happening on the other side of that situation or maybe some of the other people that were involved and you feel differently about your your input that you had there and sometimes it can hurt to learn or accept that but after sadness, happiness, and hope return. Again, keeping in mind that no matter what we go through, we're still just going to be sitting in our little hut. And so after sadness and happiness, though hope may return, we're going to feel good. We're probably at some point going to find us looking back going over regrets etc etc but this is actually a really great representation of kind of like your life you know like it's a little bit gloomy I get it but it's just kind of saying that like yeah you're gonna do some stuff and you're gonna think about some stuff and then you're gonna replay some stuff and then you're gonna change how you feel about some stuff and then you might change some stuff and that that might make you feel a bit stuffed but that's okay because we're just going to go through that cycle many, many, many times. 
Up next, we have Brandon. That was for Kira Brandon. This one is for you. Hey, EJ, we were just saying a bunch of nice things about you earlier. Um, I have uh, finally cracked my dark magic skills that I've been working on for a little while, EJ, and I've transformed Neeks into this lovely five-string bass guitar that you see over there. And we're going to do a card reading for Brandon. Brandon, you get it. Kira says, thank you, Sean. I get it perfectly. No worries. Neeks, who? All right. Three card pull for Brandon. Here we go. One, two, three. And we got, ooh. Okay, so where you've come from, past, present, and future we're doing here. So where you've come from is Kitsun. I will show you who to trust. So that's an interesting card. I do like that one. I won't get stuck into the cards. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and do them in sort of like a three-part narrative and see what we can put together. Your present moment is Dragonfly Mermaid. You've attracted wonderful news. And then where you're going, Brandon? Ha! <laughs> Great card. I like this one. I actually hadn't played with these cards for a really long time and then I pulled them out on the podcast a few weeks ago when Nix was talking about cards and stuff and I pulled this deck out and this card literally just like flew out of the deck and so then I just kind of kept this one on display for a little while but where you're headed Brandon is Elizabeth the Lion it is time to become a great leader so past present future You've come from a place where you've been shown who to trust. Kitsune, I will show you who to trust. So Kitsune may present itself to you. In this card, it's a cute little like Pomeranian type thing. I wouldn't trust. I wouldn't. Look, I'm not a speciesist or a breedist, right? But I don't know if I want to trust that guy. Look at his shifty eyes. He's got shifty eyes. It's a fox. Can't trust him. Can you? Maybe you can. She's got fox ears too. Show you who to trust. So either instinctually or there have been people in your actual life around you trying to like influence you a little bit, tell you who to trust, who the good people are, who the other people are. Uh, sometimes you find yourselves in situations where you are trying to decipher or maybe mediate stuff that's going on between other people and they're like you can trust me but there's always like kind of like three sides to the truth your side their side and then the bit in the middle which is what actually happened <laughs> with the bits that the main bits that both sides have kind of ignored so you've been having some swirling around in your in your in your life about who to trust where the what is trustworthy what does trustworthy look like how do i judge that where do i judge that from then you've attracted wonderful news so wonderful news and if you kind of look at the picture there she's for someone that got some really good news she's kind of low energy about it a little bit really isn't she she's not really like, I wanna, what does she look like when she gets bad news? Pretty somber, I reckon. Anyway, you've attracted good news. Sometimes, well, I mean, that's kind of poignant really as well, isn't it? Because sometimes good news might not really seem like good news at the time. Uh, but then we move on to, 
It's time to become a great leader. So sometimes in our life, Brandon, sometimes, sometimes we have to put consideration into like, it's hard to choose a good leader for ourselves. And then sometimes, and this can be tricky because you've got to keep your ego in check here as well. But sometimes you actually have to stand up and be the leader you don't see. Sometimes the way you would like to be led isn't being offered to you from any of the avenues that are trying to lead you. So then in those instances, sometimes you got to be the one that leads. I don't want to get too personal on this, Brandon, but you, this does kind of, um, I feel this kind of resonates with what's going on with, with you at the moment. I also know that, Brandon, you've talked to me before about um, uh, that sometimes when you have been working with people from within the disability community, maybe, maybe you are a leader there. I don't know. Spitballing. That's an interesting little read for you there. Any other hearts? We got Samuel up next. Let's see how we go. Hogwarts Transfiguration Professor McGonagall taught you well, Sean. Damn straight you did. I don't know who we're talking about, but I appreciate the lesson all the same. Sounds good because you know why. Yeah, cool. All right. So we were on the right page, weren't we, Brandon? Is he just stoned? No, not yet. Not yet. Or is she just stoned? She's just stoned. Might be. She might be. Oh, I just cheated. I shouldn't have looked at that yet. All right, Samuel MacGyver. Here come your three cards. We are assessing your past, your present, and your future. And we're going to try and craft that into some kind of narrative. So here is where you've come from. Ooh, Wolf Moon, card number one. I will watch over you. So, you've come from a place where someone's had their eye on you. But in the context of this card, it's less so spying and more so supervising. Like, someone's got their eye on you, they're watching you, they're just like... Maybe not really like judging or anything like that, but they're just like standing off to the side, just waiting. They probably don't want to interfere, but it's kind of like one of those moments like if you're like walking by a pond with your kid and uh, you could, you're just waiting to like fish that kid out of the pond. It's like, I'll let you fall in it. I'll let you make that mistake yourself, but I'm just going to be here to pull you out just in case. Then where you are... So you've come from a place where somebody that cares for you has been just keeping an eye on you. Moving into the present, which is Frog Princess. Heed wise counsel. Listen. Pay attention. Okay? Well, that's kind of funny. Ooh. Interesting. You guys saw me shuffle the deck between this one and the last one, didn't you? Because... Your future, this may be your own, or it could be tied, who knows? But your future is the same as Brandon's. It's time to become a great leader. 
Interesting. What do you make of that, Samuel? I kind of make of like the middle one, like Heedwise Council. Well, that's me. Of course it is. Become a great leader. It's up to you. Also, sometimes the thing about become a great leader, so um, you can get like bogged down with the connotation of some of these words sometimes. And so when you get the leader card, sometimes you can trick yourself into thinking that that means that you're supposed to be leading other people. But actually, sometimes you get that card when you're actually meant to be leading yourself, you know? Um, so, like, for, for example, um, uh, Neeks leads me a lot because I will know what I'm meant to do, but I need someone to come along and go, all right, come on, let's go, do this, go in there, off you go, blah, blah. And... It actually really shouldn't be Neeks. I shouldn't have, I, I shouldn't be putting that responsibility on Neeks to make sure that I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing. But because I value that from Neeks, then it means that I would like to lead myself in the same way because she can do it in a way. It's hard to do that for people sometimes because sometimes when you try and like motivate and like rev people up, well, most humans, majority humans are geared in a way to be oppositionally kind of defiant, not really want to be told what to do. So it's hard to motivate people sometimes without them turning around and being like, fuck off. Right. But when Neeks does it to me, for some reason, for some reason, I'm like, okay, no, I really better. Sh I should probably do that. And so in order for me to be a great leader of my own life, I need to try and find that relationship within myself somehow. Where do I find the person that lives inside of me that's, that's, going to be able to give me a bit of a clap off my ass without me wanting to turn around and be like, fuck off, douchebag. Anyway, that's that card. Sounds good. EJ says, turning Neeks into a sleek guitar is a top-notch transfiguration. Oh, yes, cool. That's that's where the Harry Potter reference came from. Uh, Samuel says, keep an eye out for Charlie Diamond and King Flamingo. You're welcome. No problem, mate. I'm going to do one for myself. Anybody else who wants card reading, please let me know. I know it's not Neeks. I know. I miss Neeks too, okay? She's out there in the other room answering multiple choice questions so that she can have the credibility to tell other psychologists to shut up sometimes. That's all we really want, isn't it? That's what we want a degree for. Because it turns out people respect you without the degree. But if you have a degree, you can you can tell people with fancy clothes on that they have to shut up sometimes. You're welcome, Samuel. All right. This one's for me. I need... The, oh, I peaked. I shouldn't have done that. Three cards. Oh, I hope it's not too deep. It's going to make me cry. All right, card number one, where I've come from. The Snake Princess, the Serpentine Path to Power. There's just kind of like Adam, I mean Eve, sorry, with the apple and the snake. So this card usually kind of represents, has this connotation. I keep using that word. I hope I'm using it correctly. Ugh, an idiot. Uh, this kind of has like a connection to the idea that like if you look at the story of Adam and Eve as an archetypal story, there is a thread there that is kind of like a story of like defying uh, 
well, I guess in a broad stroke, defying your parents, you know, like defying, defying the boundaries that are around you only to gain more information. So it was kind of like, um, kind of like when a parent says, a kid overhears something that a parent's saying and then the parent will say, don't worry about it. It's like, it's grown-up stuff. That's whatever stuff, you know, like they decide that like this knowledge is not for you, you know. And then sometimes in those stories, the kids will then go out and get that knowledge because they're like, fuck you. I'll have this knowledge, please. Uh, and then they learn something about the world or about themselves or about their family or about something that they can't unlearn even though they maybe wish now that they hadn't learnt it because once you know the thing you weren't supposed to know, well, now you know it. My friend Vanessa wants a reading. She can have a reading. Okay. Oh, Kitsune is where I am right now. I will show you who to trust. Don't know what that means just yet for me. And then where I'm going. Weird. There's our excited messenger again. Dragonfly Mermaid. I've attracted wonderful news. So that's coming. I wonder what it could be. The wonderful wonderful news that I would like to have. Here's some wonderful news that I would really enjoy. Wonderful news like being told that my new song, How She Makes Me, is up on Spotify. It may actually be up on Spotify now, but it's on like Google Play and all those other places. Just waiting for Spotify to turn around so I can get my, my profile worked out on there. Or... Wonderful news would be to find out that we have raised the $4,000 that we want to raise for EJ's new Soma Splint. If you are in a position to help us significantly help one person for a relatively insignificant amount of money, then please head to heydimu.com and click on Fundraiser for EJ. Uh, again, as a person who has needed and will in the relatively near future need some pretty intense dental care. Otherwise, I'm going to completely decimate my mental health with mouth pain, which I currently don't have. But again, I'm just a little dude in my hut. At the moment, that hut is my mouth and the things from the outside that I'm hoping aren't going to come in is pain in my nervous system. All right, let's do a reading for Vanessa. Bing, 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 shuffle, 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 shuffle. Ah, oh, look, look who it is. Look, look who it is. It's Snakes. She hasn't been to here all week. I did one light instead. Hmm. I think it's Hi, better. Everyone. All right, turn me on, love. You're on. No. You're not plugged, oh, mate. Right. Plug yourself in, love. Hey, guys. I told them that they might get to see you today. I've been doing card readings. That... I've been good at. How have my card readings been doing? Can you please let leaks know? I. Uh... Not as many viewers. Without me. Without you, no. I did a pretty good job. You did. Yeah. Yeah. I think I did a pretty good job. All right. Did you guys? I can't see comments. It was we, really stressful. We, I oh, yeah, yeah. So, your exam. just finished. Yeah. When I do the exams in there, so <laughs> when you do the exams in there, 
you don't have time to look at a book because it's not open book but mm. this was kind of open book so I got to go back through the slides and stuff so it took me forever oh because you weren't just doing a, an exam <sighs> you were re it. you were doing an exam and researching yeah yeah all the bits that I hadn't read yet okay so I have no idea how I went I might have royally messed that up like for reals <laughs> you you think that all that I think that's a good sign is it? Yeah, because every time you hand something in, you're like, I do not know. Then you get like a distinction. I just don't think that it's fair to give people such a short amount of time. <laughs> um, hey, I missed you guys too. I was actually sad. I was like, well, I kind of want to do the podcast. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, who wants a card reading? It heaps better though, because I get to do all of my Sean's planning and eventually find my way back to where I was going because you weren't throwing me off. <laughs> and I think everybody... Really appreciated that. Really agreed. Everybody really appreciated that. Guys agreed. That. Yeah. Okay. This one's for Vanessa. All right. Who's Vanessa? We keep getting the same cards, man. This is weird. And this is even weirder because Vanessa asked Brandon for this reading. And Brandon's reading was two readings ago. Mm -hmm. And card number one for Brandon. And now card number one for Brandon's friend Vanessa was Kitsune. That's weird. I will show you who to trust. Not this shifty little fox. Look at his beady little shits. Beady little shit. Wow. Oh, that's fucking weird. This was Brandon's second card. Did you shuffle these at all? Yeah. You've attracted wonderful news. In your present life? In the present moment. This is going... Ah, okay. I can already tell that we do have a different final card. So, Vanessa, where you are. How can you tell? Because the car... I'll tell you why in a sec. Where you're headed is the black cat. Lost magic atonement rebalance. So, mm -hmm. in Vanessa's situation, so similar to Brandon, she's come from a part previously, whether it was... So, when I say past, present, future, it could literally be one minute ago right now and a minute from now, or it could be like 10 years ago right now and 10 years from now. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Mm -hmm. We're just making stories. But anyway, so you have been in a position where you have had to consider who do I trust? From that situation, you found yourself in a position to attract wonderful news. Maybe that wonderful news was the ability or the... Um, the uh, pride that you get from realizing that I trusted wisely. <laughs> Maybe. Mm -hmm. And then where you're headed is lost magic atonement and rebalance, which means it's kind of similar to the card that we got earlier for... Who was it for? Who did we do our first reading for? And we were talking about how, like, sometimes change, like, change is good, but it can be confronting and it can be painful. It really can. Yeah. And so Lost Magic Atonement Rebalance, that's kind of like a card of like, well, it's change, but when it says like Atonement Rebalance, sometimes, like say if you, we've been talking about like goals and things like that in this episode, and so if you're heading for a specific thing and you got your eye on that goal and as you head towards that it's all going fine but you've only really been thinking about that and there are some maybe some other parts of you that you've been ignoring a little bit and maybe they've become a little bit unkempt kind of like my bedroom my intestines my, soul. Um, my sleep 
all these little things. So like I'm doing all the things right. Like I'm parenting the way most of the time that I want to. I'm working the way that I want to. I'm bringing in the opportunities that I want to bring in. But because I'm so focused on that, I'm starting to sleep worse. I'm starting to eat a bit worse. I'm starting to do all these other things a bit worse. But again, like I was saying before, that when you are afraid of what's being taken away from you, it actually just informs you of what you value. So if I am starting to feel fearful for my my physical health or my sleep or whatever those things, it means that I value those things and I actually know how to value those things. So re-atoning and rebalancing would be me still going towards the things that I'm going towards, but bringing back some of the utility and way I used to look after myself to be able to do those things. Mm. Yeah. yeah, man. Right. Me too. Me too. Won't the real card mm. reader please stand Who's up? Who's next? Please stand up. We're doing three card readings, are we? I was doing. I can. I was Happy doing. Neeks is here. Would you like a card reading? If you'd like a card reading from me, put your hand up. Look, I'm not going to feel upset if I don't get to do you one because Sean did it already. We've got I'll 10 be all right. minutes. I'll be all right. There was a mistake in the exam. Oh? Mm. Oh, dear. And I was like, ha. This is a good one. I know what you've done here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else, Dimu? My mum's been eating bad this week because of their sads too. Yeah. 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 I'm a bit off. bit off. bit depressed. bit meh. Yeah. But I'll be alright. Well, I was saying this morning, that's why I went through this whole thing. You should watch You should watch today's episode. It might be I really helpful to you. You could, you could maybe learn something. Oh. Yeah. 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 It's very So I've got a long way to go. Is it greedy to get another one? Of course it isn't. Go for it. It's not greedy. Hit him up. Go nuts. Think of an area of your life. Did you do a three card reading for Samuel? I did. I'll do a two card. EJ hasn't had a reading yet. Sick. She was Um, waiting for me. That's why she's like, I don't want none of this bullshit Sean's reading. Kira's back. Kira would like another (laughs) one as well. All right. I'll do two card ones for you guys. These are for your immediate futures. Perhaps this weekend. Use this as your weekend Ooh, card. Nice heart choice there, Samuel. It's almost invisible. You almost can't see it. It's magic. How about that? That. How about that one? That. So what could I learn about you doing um, you today? Um, what, what was your rainbow there that you've drawn? Oh, yeah, because I was talking about how like you and I were kind of like crying this morning because just Because you were stress. mean to me. Did you talk about how you were mean to me? I did. Did I talk about that? Did I say I was... Yeah, I did, actually. <laughs> I think I did. If not, we can talk about it on I can't remember how I painted it. I might have done a bit of a, like... You know, it was both of us. <laughs> oh. It might have been. Uh, it wasn't. It might have been like that. I don't know that it was. It was. No, I told him... It, I told him... I told him... I told him it was a parenting thing. <laughs> well, it was initially. But yeah. Then you turned it into a... Sean thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about Monday. Yeah. That's why it's important to eat well, sleep well. Keep your... Don't give me no excuses. You're with about it. Hey, no hey, 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 hey. No, the like excuse is... The excuse is this. This is the problem. I did a diagram. That's a very good dra- diagram. That is a human animal mm-hmm. in a hut or a burrow. Yep. Or an igloo. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like, because this morning you were like, I'm just so stressed. I'm just yeah. so stressed and it's like you're just so stressed doing only what you want to do I know. It's and then I re- and I said and that's why this is important because the reason you're stressed doing only what you want to do is it doesn't matter what kind of hut you built whether you build the hut it's, you were told to build or somebody else's hut you're just afraid 
that that hut's going to be taken away for some reason through mm. your own inaction or or ignorance or um, someone's just going to come watch steal out. it. Someone's going to come take your marriage away. That's right. Our song's finished. Oh, no. I've pulled cards. I did yours first, Samuel, because you asked first, even though you didn't do a heart, but I still appreciate it. All right, Samuel. Today or this weekend, you got your star mother for your soul card. This card's all about mothering yourself, looking after yourself, like seeking seeking out things that you enjoy. Um, and that's probably pretty accurate for this weekend. I feel like that's something I'm going to do. Um, but your action card, so maybe there's something that you instantly thought of to do when I said that, but that wouldn't be the thing. You need to stop and wait. This is the um, no card. There's a lot of lightning. There's a path. It's not time yet. Things are being woven. You need to postpone, pause, and say no to whatever that thing is for you. So it's a pretty straightforward one, that one. Your readings flow better than mine. Do they? It's because I'm better. <laughs> I love you, really. I love you too. Although I did, a, I did different. I tried to turn mine into a story. Hmm. A little bit. Hmm. Look. You don't have to be as good at me as this, you know? Okay, who's I next? Guess. I can't see properly. Is it Kira? Yeah. Kira then EJ. Yeah. Yeah. All right. See, they've gotten first readings. Oh, that wasn't good enough. I need a second one. Just, it's always good to get a second yeah. opinion. It's always good. It's always good. Mm. I look different on the camera today. Mm. It's weird. I have to wait. Go on. All right. So, doing Kira, right? That's where I pulled Oh, I got my voice back. Thank the Lord. Get out of my way, you. All right, Kira. And don't worry, if we run out of time, I'll stay because we left it. Silly uni got in the way. All right, Kira. So your soul wants you to know today, or this weekend perhaps, that your soul has been training for this period of your life or lifetimes. I don't know whether you believe in reincarnation or whatever it is you believe, but I do think that sometimes there's things bigger than us in the world and that we have done all of this shit before over and over and over again, just in different bodies, different creatures, different planets, dimensions, whatever, whatever those places are for you. And that, and so these ones are very spiritual cards. And so your action card is the um, acacia card. Which means your guidance is di- your your guidance is divinely guided. So in order, maybe you're doing some spiritual awakenings at this time, and I know that you've been working a lot on yourself and your life and stuff. And so I think that this is like just keep on plodding along with what you're doing, whatever's working for you right now. Keep doing that because it's working. <laughs> Welcome back. There's some ghosts playing. There's some ghosts playing Fortnite. Unplug yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why this setup is going. Yeah. What What are the ghosts? There's a ghost playing Fortnite. Are you talking about Tosh's friend? There's two ghosts oh. <laughs> playing Fortnite. I went out there before, and there's like four, two people playing Fortnite on the TV, but no, no one one's playing there. Oh, they must have gone somewhere. Right. Righto. All right. I think it's EJ next. You did Samuel? Yeah, I did Samuel first. Yeah. Oh, you did Samuel first? Yeah. Really? Yeah, because he put his hand up for one first. Oh. Hmm. He had very straightforward ones, remember? You did EJ? He had no... Yeah, I'm about to do that now. Oh. You did Kira? 
Did I do Kira? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Because they move down here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I already have done it. Yeah, Sue's right. Maybe we're missing Buddy too. It's just been a crazy. Mm-hmm. That's cold all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, there's just been a lot of loss around, you know? That's loss. what Leto said the other day. Did he? Yeah, that's the, thing. that's the thing. And I think that's why I'm struggling a bit with my emotions and stuff at the moment. I'm also in my shitty weeks of my cycle, which doesn't help. So that everything's making me cry. I cry when I do the dishes. But I'm not giving myself enough credit that we are going through change and the whole world's going through change. And it's hard. Give yourself a break. Some shit. Sometimes it feels like all I ever give myself as a break i know that's how i feel and then i'm like you just do nothing is that because is that is that because like you actually need a break that often but something in you is being conditioned society conditions you to thinking that you need to be go 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 all the time yeah like that's too much rest you've rested too much rest. too much has anyone ever told you off for resting too much yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. All right, EJ, you got cool cards. Hey. All right, so you got Warrior Woman for your soul card. Have you answered your deepest calling? Have you? Mm. I don't really know. When I get this card, I struggle with this card because I'm like, what is my deepest calling? Wait, I don't know. And how are you supposed to know because it's ever changing? So what is your deepest calling right now? Like, what are you being called to do? this weekend or in the next week that you're considering oh so sometimes when i get those cards right because i so i keep harping back to this because i keep talking about like duality and non-dual and all that sort of Mm. shit and so sometimes you'll get a card like uh the card that i got before which is about leadership it's time Mm -hmm. to become a great leader yeah and whenever i get that card i'm like who am i meant to be leading who am i meant to be leading and because my idea of a leader is Someone that isn't me. Yeah. Someone else, someone leading me. So yeah. if it's telling me to lead, I'm like, well, who am I meant to be yeah, what are you leading? About? But I actually think sometimes like you're meant to be a great leader for yourself. Yeah. You know? That's so, what I always think of that. And so when I get cards that like that that are like that, they're like, do what lights you up, you know, like your your true purpose and all that sort of thing. And and I get fearful when I get that card because I'm like, oh, does that mean I'm meant to be doing something else? That's yeah. But then if I apply my understanding of dual existence to it, mm-hmm. duality, I know that because my first reaction to that car is fear that the thing that I'm doing isn't what I'm meant to be doing. The reason mm. I'm fearing that is because it's what I really want to do, which means that it's it. Yeah. Yeah. But it can trick you into thinking like, I'm meant to be doing something else. But the fear that you have that you're meant to be doing something else, not the thing you really want to do, is only existing because you actually really do value and want to do the thing you want, are doing. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Think about that one, EJ. Yeah. <laughs> Think about that one. All right. And so your action card for that is also very fitting. It's don't dim to fit in. So this one talks about how are you dimming your light in order to fit in, which goes very well in with the deepest calling card, really, because, you know, we do dim ourselves to fit in because we sometimes feel like, We've grown up in a society where um, championing for your your goals or champion for the achievements you've already made is seen as big-headed or selfish or whatever, right? So I'm part of this Facebook group and if you're a woman or um, what's it when you 
you when you when you when you're a woman but you weren't born a woman if you're a woman transgender yes <laughs> yes but that was another word another word but you can join uh live rooney's vip access group right and a woman wrote in there uh, the other day she wrote something about all she did was get a piercing or something right and she shared it in the group because it's a private group and the the reason that she shared it there she said the thing that she wrote with it was i don't feel comfortable sharing how stoked i am that i got this or um, that sort of thing and so that opened me up to thinking like people don't feel like they can share great things about themselves that they're achieving because they're worried about what people are going to think of them and when they think about what they're actually fearing is that's judgment and it's judgment from the self essentially mm. yeah like um there was a there's a video of jordan peterson he's crying and he's talking mm. about like people that come up to him and tell him that like their lives have changed because they read his book or whatever yeah and he's crying because he's like I didn't even meet them. Mm -hmm. all, all I did was write something that encouraged them a little bit. And and they needed so little encouragement, so little encouragement mm -hmm. to actually start making like valuable changes in their life. Yeah. And then the reason he was upset was not because he's so proud of himself. Mm -hmm. He was upset because there it, it, it so highlighted to him that there are so many people out there just waiting to be amazing people, but no one encourages them. And on top of that, he also highlighted kind of like what you just did is that sometimes when people do something great, even when they weren't encouraged, they don't share it with anyone because they've got no one around them that it's safe to share that with. Yeah. Like we like say, um, you say, for example, you get engaged mm. and you don't want to tell your parent about something that's amazing and exciting for you because you the relationship you have with that parent is you know that they're going to turn around and be like well i hope it goes better than your last relationship and i hope yeah and, 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 and we take that so personally and it's not really about us at all yeah and so some people are scared to admit their fuck-ups and then other people are scared to admit the things that went great because the people in their life are going to shit on it the response is the same gonna shit on it yeah yeah and that's why it's so important to surround yourself with people who actually not not people who always agree with you but people who share your values mm. and beliefs sometimes yeah like, like when i see parents sometimes um tell their kid like hey get off that screen and then they get off the screen and then that parent turns around and goes well if you weren't here, they would have like mm. that would that would they wouldn't have gone like that. Like she may have done the right thing this time, but she definitely would have screwed. She's gonna screw it up next time. <laughs> yeah, we've all done that. It's like cool story. <laughs> we've all done that though. Mm. We still yeah, do. yeah, yeah. Can I help ourselves? We oh look, you've got eleven views in here. Must be because I came on. We don't point these things out because we're better than anyone else. We just point these things out because until you realize you're doing that, you don't realize you're doing that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, like, Samuel, what the hell, mate? You missed it again. Didn't you miss last week's? Disappeared. And he's like, has mine been done yet? Yes, it has. Heck. You got any more readings to no, do? No, that's all. I'm pretty sure. That's it? Yeah. Got everyone? I got everyone. Cool, though. I didn't do me. Do one. All Would right. you like me to do you one? No. You, you don't. You go on. Do yeah. me a past, present, future one. Okay. Tell me if I'll pass my exam. Ooh. There's a lot of questions. There's like 60-something questions. You're supposed to pick up the ones that fly out the yeah, deck. Yeah, this one. What's it say? The time has come. 
The time to act is now. Oh, well, it's over now. That's where you were. I've got no choices anymore. Well, you've already acted. Or did you? We're going to find out. We're going to find out from the present moment whether you actually did. Hey, Harold. G'day, Red Wolf. How dare you miss this? I wasn't here either. I only came here the last 15 minutes. I wasn't here. Um, so I already know what card But if you got. would like a card reading, let me know. If you don't want to stay, I'll give you permission to leave. <laughs> All right, Demo, tell me where I've come All from right. and where I'm going. So... All right. Where you were was the time has come. The time to act is now. Yeah, true. Yeah. 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 That's where you were. Yeah. It is now in the present moment time for you to become. Oh, the leader. I always wish I had. A great leader. Oh, for Christ's sakes. I keep trying. People just aren't following me at the shops. And then <laughs> from there, you will receive the Sea Queen's blessing. I can't remember that card. I don't remember what that's about sounds sensual whatever it is yeah please please enlighten me all tell right. me about my future i will tell you all right brandon I can you want to know i'll tell you what it is yeah here you, we go you get the next one today Hi. you must take time out for your soul to be washed clean with joy laughter and play dolphin energy will be all around you so <laughs> if you cannot find fucking yourself dolphins. get these fucking dolphins out of here will they shut up uh, give yourself the pleasure of friendship, laughter, <laughs> sparkling water. I love sparkling water. Got that? A cool, refreshing shower. I hate cold. Not a good idea. And meditate on the energy of the dolphins, these dolphins. I wouldn't want to meditate around no dolphins. Well, Emily knows everything. Got to interview a guy who had sex with, had a, dolphin. Sex with a dolphin. Had sex with a dolphin? Was, was raped, raped by, by a dolphin? dolphin? It was one of them. Hard to say, really. Well, apparently it was consensual, actually. That's what I heard. Oh. Like, cons- But how do you get consent from ooh, a dolphin? Oh, oh. so here's your story. Yeah, tell me my story. The time to act was now. You had a time-pressing thing. You had yeah, an exam. You had a specific amount of time to do it. You just had to just, like, too bad. That's what you're doing. Yeah, time it was to act really is now, annoying. Right? Then, once you've completed that, you've stepped back into your role of becoming a great leader. And, and in order to become a great leader, as you move forward... You've, the time to act was now. It's come. It's gone. You did what you had to do. You stood proud at the end of that. Time of it, to get and naked. now you just got to chill the fuck out. Just get chill naked. out. Just roll around on some seashells. But I have an exam on Monday. Yeah. So you got until then. Dying. Oh, this is weird. What? I just did a Red Wolf a card. Go on. Reading. Two cards I've already pulled today. Uh-huh. I've only done like three readings. Okay, so Red Wolf, you're. Soul wants you to know that your guidance at this point in your life or time today, tomorrow, is divinely guided. So follow that instinct. But your action card, and this is the way maybe where your guidance will steer you, is to say no. So something's going on and you need to say no. and But not forever. It's postpone it. Um, but say no for now. But postpone whatever it is because it will develop over a little bit. All right. <laughs> Just do that. All right. Right. And now I shall do Brandon's. What are you doing with the rest of your day? Um, catching up on podcast things, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm supposed to be playing these bass guitars too. Got a lot to do. I haven't actually given them a proper run yet. No. <laughs> yeah. Say no. Sometimes that card can be good. Sometimes it can be bad because you're like, I really wanted to go and do this this weekend. And it's like, no. You stink, Bemo. 
Well, maybe say no means like saying no to the things that would tell you that you can't go do that thing this weekend. Mm. Yeah, maybe you want to go to bushwalk no. and you like got plans for lunch or someone and you're like, actually, I'd rather go for a bushwalk. It's like, I can't go do this one-off experience I don't get to do very often. I'm too busy doing the things that I'm going to do every single day already. Yeah. It is freezing in this room. Is it? Mm. Hmm. All right, Brandon. You got Sisterhood of the Rose mm. for your soul card. Doo, doo, doo. This card is all about devotion um, and being taught by the mystic of life. Um, so without card, I'm just going to go over here because that will give me some more information. So your soul, your soul card was Sisterhood of the Rose, which is about devoting yourself to something and learning from it. Your second card is about aligning your life and what finding out what in your life is not aligned and then changing it because it will improve your life to remove something or to change something that's going on. And that might be part of the lesson. But devoting yourself to, I guess, your work is something that you're pretty passionate about, working and stuff. But something there's not sitting right. So you have to change it. Harold says, hope the music stuff is going good. The music stuff is going great. Uh, follow me at Instagram, at Sean Holstagram down the bottom there. I got all kinds of cool things happening. Um, you're going to see me pop up on a QSC audio gear chat. So QSC, they're a speaker and um, audio equipment manufacturing company. And they've been very, very nice to me lately. Been hanging out with me and letting me play with toys and sending me things to play with and letting me chat and so uh that'll be out soon i guess um so i will post that when that happens uh i've got a massive incubus incubus medley that i'm working on with some of the collaborative musician crew from over in the uk they just sent me the first couple of bits of that it's going to be a big long one how long it might be like a 15 minute like that's long incubus medley but it's like bang 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 it's well paced it's good it's gonna be fun uh, writing songs. I also, um, a friend of mine, Ryan Brock, Brock Custom Basses. He's from Goolwa, South Australia. He's dropped a few basses, a couple of basses off for me to if you don't drop them play first. with. Um, I got this nice big five string bass to play with. I actually don't currently have a full time bass in my guitar lineup at the moment, so I'm just trying some different things out. And I thought I would hit up some local manufacturers and so Brocky's dropped this off for me to play with and I got an album to write and I got no bass and so now we're gonna play some bass. Go play some bass. Yeah. Cool man. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do you okay? it. How are you? you okay? I'm okay. Yeah. 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 I'm good. It's really nice of you to come on my show. Thanks. Thanks for coming on You're my show. You're welcome. I guess we should go. I guess so. They're all still here, though. I know. Look Do at you them. guys want me to stay? Should we go? I don't really mind. should probably go. I should probably go. We should probably let them go. Yeah. We said we'd only hold them up for a certain amount of time. Yeah. We've done that. It's time for us to leave. All right. All right. Let's go. Thank you for watching. Thank you for my ram for sitting through my rambling. I mm -hmm. hope it was helpful. We will be back on Monday. We will be back on Monday for episode number 93 as we count down to episode 100. And then after episode 100, we are dropping back to one podcast per week. Yes. But we're still open to what day that's going to be. Monday, Friday, which one seems to be We're checking out the better? views to see what day is better. That's how you vote. 
There you go. That's how you vote. Pick more, the day. More views on Friday. Friday's the day. More views on Monday. Monday's the day. Um, but that doesn't mean you're going to see less podcast. There's going to be more content coming out from the podcast. There's a lot more we can do with more fun things we could be doing with what we create in these podcasts, but we just need a little bit more time to do it because can't afford to pay no one else to help us just yet. <laughs> no, I need some... Look, it's just us. It's just us and you and all of your wonderful help. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Beautiful yeah. base. A friend is building a flying V to use with his hand-wound pickups. Yeah. So I think these are also... Um, so a lot of people will get like fancy woods and stuff from overseas. I'm not 100% certain, but I'm pretty sure... Ryan finds just like local woods and stuff in his area really? and then builds out of those. Do you know that for sure? I'm pretty sure. I follow his Instagram. So check his Instagram out. You can see it in my Instagram story as well. Brock Custom Bases. Um, yeah, he's got a cool He's got a cool Instagram. It's a cool guitar. It is cool. I mean, bass. Bass. Shouldn't say that. How dare you? How dare you? I'm calling the police. Call the police. Does it slap? It slaps. <laughs> All right. It slaps. Vanessa says, like now. thank you very much for the reading. Hope both of you uh, have a good night. We will. Ryan does got wood. <laughs> I've Bang got on. Wood EJ's like, Samuel. Wednesday? Wednesday. Well, we'll Are you your day off? We'll we see how see. many views we get on the Wednesday we episodes. We could do a Wednesday episode. Well, we don't do a Wednesday episode. <laughs> um, I was thinking that. There's only EJ there. What if we did? What if? What if? What if? Just an idea. We need to go. Maybe these guys would be excited. But what if we did... What if we at least did a daily card reading? That's nothing to daily do. Daily card reading? Yeah. It's a lot of commitment. Or every couple of days. Something like that. He just complicates it. Might as well do a Friday podcast. Well, no. Because <laughs> if you do the card readings, I'm not going to upload card readings onto the podcast and stuff like that. That'll just be a little, like, Facebook thing that we do. Just on the face, just on the furber. No editing, no nothing, whatever. Maybe you don't even keep them up. Samuel's like, I'm down. Samuel's down. All right, guys, we'll let you go. We are neandering. We are. Be nice to yourselves. And each other. Yeah. (laughs) Is that? Jerry Springer? Mm. Be good to yourselves. Don't be a jerk. And each other. All right. I will be here for Monday, by the way. Just be a jerk, will you? Yeah. When do you? My podcast is 24 hours. Your podcast is 24 hours, is it? You thought this exam was 24 hours. Yeah. It wasn't. Right. Don't be a jerk. Love y'all. Catch you later.